this week's podcast. This week I am joined by my beautiful friends. We have Lucy Mills. Hello. Rihanna. Hello. Sophie. Hi. And Monica. Hi. We have just, well, kind of, we haven't really finished retreat. We're still, we're still technically on retreat. Um, and yeah, we just thought it'd be really fun. They're going to ask me some questions. So I am going to be technically the guest on my own podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to hand it over to Luce because she's already got a brain full of questions apparently. <laughs> Far away, kid. So the one thing that I've been finding incredible about this whole experience of you becoming a mum and also launching your own podcast is being a part of our friendship group and experiencing your, I was about to say birth, your birth, <laughs> experiencing your, your change to motherhood. Uh, because it's something that feels so distant and far away from, say, my life. And I think mm-hmm. our group of friends will agree the same. And so to experience your motherhood through your podcast is amazing. Because oh, we're able to sort of live that through with you. Because we don't get to see you as often as we not, might like to. So as females that feel like we have years away until we personally give birth, how is it for you being really part of our friendship group, but as the only one that's about to give birth how does that make you feel we're totally fine actually because you guys make me not feel pregnant (laughs) (laughs) I don't really you you're amazing in that you give me so much support and so much love like this weekend has just been amazing and I felt really supported by you all because I love you all (laughs) um but I don't feel like it's an odd thing I don't feel like I it that I don't feel like it's a weird thing. I feel, I'm, it doesn't feel abnormal. It just feels like normal and I'm just going through it and I know you guys are going to be a big part of little Beanie's life. Mm. <laughs> and so, yeah, and it doesn't feel any different. Based on our char- characteristics and your friendships with us all, Yes. if we were, each of us had to have a certain role oh my gosh. in Beanie's life, what do you think? I love that question. <laughs> um, no pressure, oh but... Um, (laughs) Riri I think would be charge of like beauty fashion um, just like general ways of the world maybe a bit of boozing (laughs) (laughs) I have my first Prosecco with that I'll take her out on her 18th there we go (laughs) next Lucy Lucy, I think motivation, motivational, like really pumping little Beanie up and getting her really motivated for life and just supporting her and always being there is just like the funniest, most bubbliest auntie. Mm. Possibly I would take advantage of that also. (laughs) (laughs) Sophs. Hmm. Trying to make her grow long legs. <laughs> Eat your pasta. <laughs> no. Um, what would you do? I don't think you'd do. Yes. Politics. <laughs> and you are so caring and giving to other people, even strangers, complete strangers, all the work that you do in Calais. It would be educating her on all of that. And, yeah, that is you. Mm. Yeah, the bomb. Mon, well, Mon is an academic. So <laughs> give my child some brains, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Italian. 
Oh, Monica yeah. is Italian, so if you could please add a third language in to my daughter's life, that would be fantastic. No, no, problem. Problem. <laughs> no problem, I can do that. Can do that. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, it's super exciting to think how we've been hanging out on retreat this weekend all together as friends, and the next time we'll probably all hang out together after baby shower... I know. Will be with baby and how our social will adapt to obviously incorporate little baby into that scene. I wonder what that'll look like. What do you feel is going to be like, is there anything that you're particularly nervous about it changing? Because obviously it's going to change lots of elements of your life, but I feel Mm -hmm. like you and Hendrik are quite chilled and kind of working towards making sure that you still keep your lives and your identity. But is there anything that you are kind of nervous about? little one changing or as far as friends go I'm not very good at having something going on and trying to talk to someone at the same time I kind of like to give one thing my full attention and I know when someone else's baby is crying and I'm trying to talk to them and they're like not giving me their attention like um yeah (laughs) but I'm not very good at that either and I think it's a real challenge for mums and a real um uh Oh, what's the word? What's the word when you're really good at something? Um, really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> a real talent. <laughs> a real talent. <laughs> wow. Our brains are so, so relaxed. <laughs> um, a real talent when mums are able to literally have like a crawling baby everywhere and still be able to hold eye contact and talk to you mm-hmm. and make you feel like that they're really listening to you. And I would really like to have that, but I think it's going to take a lot of practice. So when I see you guys I'm nervous that I won't be able to give you my full attention because I'll have like a little rug rat just (laughs) annihilating me (laughs) um but with Hendrik I'm not that worried I mean sleeping's always a concern for me with Hendrik but we're so lucky lucky enough to have the garage that I think that that will overcome issues um and then I don't just want to be a mum I want to be more than just a mum I don't just want to have like oh Emma she's a mum I don't want that to be the first descriptive word so I still want to have everything that I've worked really hard to have and my own identity I don't want to lose my own identity of the person that I've become and the person that I will grow to become as a mum but I don't just want that to be a mum does that make sense absolutely yeah so I am nervous a bit about losing my identity I mean I know it's all going to come showering down on me in the first probably first year and I will literally just have to pour myself into being a mum and that's right I think that's definitely right but I do want to I do want to feel like I'm more multifaceted yeah Yeah. (laughs) 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 kind of a segue but I'm just interested to know in your recent Instagram post you said that you thought that being pregnant and pregnancy itself would be quite a lonely journey and lonely yes. experience. This morning's post. <laughs> <laughs> Go check it out, give it a like. Um, and I'm just really interested to know, when you began your pregnancy journey, was that really present in your mind and you were thinking, oh my God, loneliness is to come? Or is it something that grew as you went through your journey? And I guess, how do you see that changing when little one comes into the world? I think it was from watching friends, actually. Not friends, friends' friends, TV Mm. friends, my friends, who have had children, and they have become quite... Or the children are really dependent on them, and they've come quite... um, They've revolved their life around their child, so I would really want to go and see them and meet up, but there'd be a reason why I couldn't, because the child needed something, or it was their nap time, or 
they couldn't possibly leave or, you know, unless I physically went to them, it was really hard for them for us to meet. And I have watched a few of my friends just become quite lonely and quite insulated. Insulated, is that the right word? Insular. <laughs> Insular, thank you for getting my words out today. Um, insulated. <laughs> I mean, you are very warm human. Yeah, it's very warm. is very insulated in your tummy right now. <laughs> um, and I, that, that definitely made me nervous about having kids because I didn't know what the norm was. I haven't been around children, as my listeners will know, and you guys know. I haven't really been around kids much of my life, so I don't know what the norm is or, or how you can be different to that. So I was definitely nervous about that. Um, and also, I think as Hendrik works a lot in the daytime, and I know that you know most men work 9 to 5 jobs, or 9 to 5.30 or something, um, but when he's done a really long run, it's almost like he's not there anyway, if he's, even if he's got a weekend, a day off or something, which is effectively another person's weekend. Um, so I thought that could be quite lonely I'm really lucky to have my mum nearby though which is great um, my sister's not that and, and also having a lot of friends who do make like you guys so much effort to see each other and to see me but so far away and definitely the trip up to London is quite daunting mm. with a newborn for sure um, you, you asked me a second half to that question how do you think the feeling of loneliness or fear of loneliness will change when little one comes into the world? I actually think I have so I have such a lovely close group, i.e. you guys, um, and some amazing people that I've met in Exeter. I'm not as worried as I was about it because you, I know you guys are here for me and I know that if I called you up and was having a bit of a wobbly it mm. wouldn't take much for you guys to either come down or be like come up or you know and just make it work I know that there's so many of you that are actually here for me to help me through it if I was lonely yeah and finding it tough and also I have done things like the NCT course I've done that and um through my prenatal yoga and teaching that has really helped as well create some connections with local people in the Exeter and there are some lovely lovely girls who I'm now friends with in Exeter which is really nice mm. So, yeah, I'm not too concerned about it, but I do think it is important, like I was saying in my post, that to have some form of support network in definitely the first month or three months mm-hmm. of pregnant, of um, giving birth, because it's not, it's not an easy stage. It's it interesting seems. that you say about your NCT groups and other groups that you have, because some people may not have, like, as tight new, tight tight-knit of a group or they might have had to like move away from home to be with their partner and now they're sort of bringing up a child in a different area than they grew up Um, so it's so interesting that you can like build these mini pods of friendships that maybe wouldn't have come naturally to your life had you not been pregnant yeah Really nice. And I think the power, power to be able to just talk to yourself, I think, plays key to this. Because I would love to know what type of conversations you have been having with Beanie. Mm. I have been so <laughs> rubbish with this. I have hardly been talking to you at all. I'm really sorry, Beanie. <laughs> <laughs> that will change when you're out. But to start with, I, it felt really weird. I would be at home a lot and I would just be like, oh, mu- music will have to do because <laughs> there's not much talking going on there. But I haven't really been talking to her. But I think I haven't, I haven't really been alone that much either. So there's been lots going on. Surrounded really by nice. conversation. Exactly. And especially this weekend. I mean, you must be knackered. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's been <laughs> um, Yeah, I haven't really been talking to her. It's bad, isn't it? 
No. Oh. I imagine you might have been singing. I haven't. Her. I haven't. I mean, Hendrick's really funny when he goes to talk to Beanie because he puts on the most random accent <laughs> <laughs> and talks in the most weird voice. I'm like, she's not going to recognise who you are when, you, when she comes <laughs> out of the belly. Can you do an yeah, I'm not sure. He's like, oh no, I can't. No, <laughs> I, can't. I, can't. I can't put on the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like, Hello! <laughs> 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 yeah that's it that's all that's happening <laughs> we discussed it briefly last night when we were having a bit of banter in bed because you and Hendrik have prime bants and the swearing filter needs oh to gosh. be implemented immediately as soon as Beanie enters the so world bad. yeah it's nervous. really bad um, I would like to hope that Hendrik won't want to swear <laughs> in front of her and the minute he sees her it's going to change feel like that's possibly quite a naive <laughs> thought. Um, I think I definitely won't want to um, swear in front of her. I think I'll be a lot more careful, I think. But yeah, we. I was saying to you guys last night that Hendrik doesn't necessarily understand the meaning of words, so he will say some pretty horrific ones, including the C word that ends in T. Um, you are so <laughs> honest on your podcast. Fact. <laughs> um, also known as see you next Tuesday. <laughs> he does say that, but not in a harsh way at all. Not in a mean way. It's just because it's a word that he knows, but he doesn't know the meaning behind it. And so he will just come out with it in the supermarket. Yeah. He will come out with it in the supermarket. He'll come out with it in front of people. And I'm just like, you can't, you just can't do that. There was a guy driving too fast down our road in West Hill, for instance. And Hendrik's a very odd man when it comes to speeding. He is like a granny when you drive with Hendrik. <laughs> Um, and he's got such a nice car and it's quite powerful but literally he drives like a granny and it was 20 miles an hour on our road and there was a guy driving way too fast and he actually called him a C and I was Hendrik you can't do that <laughs> so yeah that word's got to stop that one especially and the F word and everything else mm. um, you and obviously we've talked about yours and Hendrik's humour and you're both clearly really funny people and obviously know you a lot better and you have all these amazing qualities if you had to pick like two qualities of Hendrix and two qualities of yours that you wanted Beanie to definitely have great question what would they be oh my god you can do three if you want I don't even know the two or three that we can come back to it I think this is so difficult because there's so many yeah I know that's why I'm like narrow it down I can't even the top if you wanted to have Hendrix. I mean, for one thing, listeners, we have to point out that Emma was on a paddleboard with us over yeah. the weekend, non-stop paddleboarding her cute mummy-to-be booty. <laughs> it was outrageously cool. And then led a yoga class. Yeah, in the middle of the ocean. Casually pop into a tripod headstand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a few qualities that you could yeah. probably pick out. Quite a few. What? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I really don't know. Hendrik, 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 Hendrik. Hendrik's love of the ocean. Mm. I would definitely really love her to have. I think that's actually a joint one, probably. Mm. His and my love of the ocean. Um, I would love. Um, and I think Hendrik's determination to. Yeah, he will not stop until he has. I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing, <laughs> that is. But he will not stop until he's nailed it or. You know, he does lots of building around the house, but he wants it to be the best of the best. That's so and good. it is lovely 
not necessarily that great because you know something simple will take him like five hours not one (laughs) but yeah I think it's a good trait to have but also to let them know that it's not the be all and end all if you know it's slightly wonky yeah (laughs) (laughs) um mine oh um I would like her to have kind of I think I'm quite a soft character and Mm. put other people first most of the time um, and I would like her to have that, but then I would also like her to be able to stand her ground and be headstrong and really take what she wants when she needs it, and then she can effectively give to others, which is what I always try and tell you guys to do. Preach. Yeah. 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 Preach. <laughs> um, that would be a good combo. That is a great combo. I feel like that's enough, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can I ask one last question? Go on, go on. Um, I, well, one last question for me. I would really like to know what is the most mind-blowing fact. We've been talking loads about, oh my God, they just don't teach you that about anything yeah. like their, their pregnancy, birth, sex education, the works. Through this journey of doing your podcast, just learning how to be mama to be, what's been the most mind-blowing fact that you've learned that you're like, why didn't I know this? Yes, really. <laughs> this is just prep for us, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly the horrific fact that I shared with you the other day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, they weren't here. Which, um, <laughs> yeah, the, what was that? What's this? What's that? Blood clot. Oh, yeah, blood the blood clot, yeah. <laughs> so when in your, and men out there, this actually does happen, so support your wives and partners and girlfriends. Um, so when, after you've had the baby, within the first couple of days, you actually do pass blood clots that are the size of a small orange and to demonstrate this, Emma takes her napkin <laughs> from the dinner table and scrunches it up into a ball the size of said clot. <laughs> into which all of us grimaced. They don't tell you this stuff. Did you guys know? No, no I don't. And they do not tell you that the midwife has a wee look to yeah. just check everything's done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got to save it for her so she can have a, uh, have a bit of a checkup. On that, how do you save a blood clot yeah. for said inspection? Yeah. yeah, what do you do? Yeah, if there are any women out there listening who have had this experience, if you're a mum and you've um, had this experience, please DM me or message me or email me, reach out to me basically. Ziploc bag or Tupperware? Yeah. Jam no. jar. How graphic are we getting? What here? is this? Do you leave it in the sanitary pad or <laughs> pop it in the fridge at night? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Um, you are extremely, extremely eco-friendly and environmentally friendly. I try. And, yeah, and you're trying super, super hard, which is obviously must be really difficult as you're preparing for a little one. What would be your sort of one tip or what would be sort of the one thing you would say to other mums or even just people who are sort of trying and finding it a bit overwhelming? What would you say? Don't compare yourself to other mums, number one. Number one, definitely don't compare yourself to other mums because there are so... Every single mum experience is different and it may be that you're trying to be as eco-friendly as you can. For instance, let's take nappies. I would really highly advise every mum, if you can, to attempt, at least attempt, a disposable... uh, A um, reusable... (laughs) A reusable nappy! (laughs) A reusable nappy set up, if you possibly can. I'm yet to try it myself, so you never know. I may well have to go back to disposables, but I don't want to um, uh, add to 
the environment's issue with nappies and the fact that they take 500 years to degrade. Um, but it may be that your baby just doesn't fit them. It might be that it just doesn't work out for the first few weeks. I've heard that a lot that first month is really, really difficult with um, just with reusable nappies. So you might have to do disposables. But there, look at all the options. There are now disposable nappies which are biodegradable. Anyway, I'm going to do a nappy podcast, but that's just an example. Don't compare yourself to others. And just try and... Um, I don't know, think that your baby, by the time she's like 18, 20, is going to be living in the world that we've created for her whilst she's been growing up, or whilst he's been growing up. And I think that often, just that little thought puts everything into perspective when you have a baby and makes you think twice about what you're doing to the planet as they're growing up. You know, if you think about how many babies are being born, my NCT group, there's five babies well, there's, there's seven of us, and that's just seven in one tiny, tiny village of, um, NC, of NCT within, I don't know, maybe one month. If that's just that, imagine how many babies are being born. Imagine how many nappies and plastic mm. toys and everything are being used. That's mm. what we're creating for our children. Mm. And that's the kind of world. Who knows what the world's going to look like in 20 years? It's quite a scary thought. Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. So, Yeah. Educate yourself as much as you can, look at all the options and don't compare yourself to others and just try and remember that what we're doing is impacting how they're going to live when they're our age. Does that answer your question? It does, thank you. Any more questions? No. No. Loved that. Yay, I'm so pleased. Yay. Well, that was a really lovely brief podcast um, because you don't get many of those brief ones and I'll be like... 45 minutes to an hour and a half <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining us this week and I hope you enjoyed a little insight into me through my friends we could um, have gone deeper <laughs> see you for the next one I reckon we'll do another one we're gonna, we should revisit when Beanie's here yes. yes oh my goodness yes alright and plus Lucy Mills has to exit the building she is on her way to see her boy <laughs> thank you so much ladies love you all catch you next week <laughs>